It's the Andy Thompson Show on ESPN 97.7. We welcome in head coach of the Utah Tech Trailblazers, Coach John Judkins, into the program. How are you, Coach? I'm doing great. How are you, Andy? It's great to see you. Thanks for coming all the way out here in person. Um, have you? I uh, just playing audio of M. Jeff there talking to a ref and the ref apologizing <laughs> to him. And have you ever had a ref do that to you, Coach? No. <laughs> never, never. That's that's a first. You better you better keep that on there. But uh, no, I joke around with the refs sometimes, and and uh, I had one. It was pretty funny that um, he called me afterwards, and after I did what I did, and he goes, "You know what? I've never had a coach do that." And what it was was he made a call that I thought was wrong. Believe uh-huh. that. Yeah. Believe I thought a call was wrong, and, and I bet him. I said, hey, "I'll bet you a chocolate shake on that that you were wrong." <laughs> And he took the bed, and we went back and watched the film the next day, and, and uh, he was right. I could see how he made that call. And so the next game I had, I knew I had him, so I went and bought a little certificate for a for a malt a chocolate shake, and I gave it to him, and he goes, seriously? I go, yeah, you were right. I was wrong. Wow. You know, and I said, I wish you guys would do the same thing once in a while when you were wrong and you'd actually <laughs> admit it. But it was it was pretty funny, just trying to lighten up the guys a little. It's, it's a hard job. I get it, but... Uh, Sometimes they they just don't want to listen. They just want to do their own thing, and and I, I just wish they could get you know. I, I wish we would could evaluate, or they could evaluate us as much as we can evaluate them, and we're supposed to do that. Tell you know, hey, you did, did a good job, or you didn't do this or that. I, I, you know, I wish they'd say, well, coach, you gotta know when to argue, when not to argue. That's something that I. I need to work on is find the right time, the right battles to fight. So, so coaches have an outlet through the conference or whatever. Well, right? we haven't done it. I mean, Division Two and and JUCOs and all that. We used to ever after every game we'd evaluate the officials. Yeah, and I always did it the next day because when you lose a game, you want to just rip every call was horrible. Yeah, it was a bad call, and so I always did it the next day because well, I'm gonna watch film anyway. And I, and a yeah. lot of times you could see maybe why they made that call or 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 you were right. You wanted to. You know, Sean, we had one last year. We were at uh, Tarleton, and we, we had 20 calls that were just, to me, really bad calls. We sent them to the commissioner, and I normally don't do that. I normally just move on, but they were so bad. And he commented back. He said, man, out of those 20 clips you sent me, 18 of them were totally oh, what you, you thought. Uh, the other two were questionable, but 18, they, they definitely were should have gone your way. And I go, that's great that you say that, but what's going to happen? Are you going to call those guys? Are you going to teach those guys? They, I mean, they make mistakes just like we do, you know, and our mistakes are crucial because we lose games or, you know, we get technicals or we get whatever. And, right, but and their calls can affect the game. They can that, totally that too, yeah. Game. And so they're doing a really a lot better job of that. And, you know, I look at the NFL this year with that one with the Lions. I mean, how bad yeah. that, that was. And yeah. and hopefully they fix it. That's the whole idea. The instant replays is hopefully to fix the game, but uh, but sometimes it, it kind of ruins it too. How What percentage would you say of, the, of these – you know, now that you've been in D1 for a while, of the refs are the type of ref where you can go and have a conversation and they'll listen and kind of dialogue with you versus kind of the tough guy ref. Who doesn't um, want to talk. Division one's t- the tough guy kind of guys. They're better. I mean, the Division two guys are, you know, they're, they're working their way up. I think the Division one refs are definitely better. No question. They, yeah. They've been around it. They see it. They understand it. The only thing I have a harder time with them is sometimes they, they just don't give you like the D two. You know, you could talk to them and yeah. ask them questions. Um, the part we have a hard time with too is we draw from everywhere. Um, John Higgins is our new guy now, our commissioner, and he he's been over. Uh, he's been a ref for a long, long time. Done the Final Four. He's done a lot of. He's a really good ref, and he's drawn them out of the Pac twelve, the yeah. Big Eight, the Big West, the uh, 
the big sky, the whack. He's that's that's where we're getting our officials from. And so sometimes, like last night, I laughed because I got. I don't know if you knew this or not, but in Colorado, I got ejected from the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did see that. <laughs> didn't want to bring that up. But uh, anyway, that same official had the game last night against Baylor and, and BYU. Oh. And he popped uh, Mark Pope with the tee really quick. When he put the water bottle down. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it, it's just the kind of guy is. He's got a short fuse. He's a, I won't say his job or profession, but um, <laughs> but he's just, he's just one of those guys. And so we have to learn that. And that, that's what I tell the refs all the time is we have to adjust to you, uh, but you also have to adjust to us. You know what I mean? Sure. And and sometimes they don't. And they and I always would joke with the fish, hey, put yourself in our situations. If you see a foul or see a guy, you know, getting grabbed or pulled, what do you what do you want us to do? Just sit there and let it happen. You're gonna say something. And and they have to understand that. But I've just kind of sometimes you can there's the refs you can kind of get into a little bit more than others. Yeah. Um, and you just gotta find that. And and like I told the one ref, I said, we're trying to adjust to you, um, but you can't change how you're calling the first half to the second half. I mean, if you're going to let us play the first half, you got to let us play that physical the second half. You right. can't all of a sudden change right. it. Of course. And that's what they've been taught from day one is the game should be called pretty tight early, um, and you have to adjust to it. And, yeah. and your players adjust to that, and we adjust to it. And uh, and, and those are the good ones. And, and I when I see the ref, I say, oh, this, tonight this guy's going to let us play, or hey, this guy – Cause a lot of hand checks. We got to make sure we're not hand checking, and you have to adjust to them. But and, and but the, it's a tough job. The really scouting is. report on the refs is maybe is just as important as the other teams sometimes. Yeah, it's tough, but you don't want to get into that. You yeah. just want to you just want to play hard and do the things that you are supposed to do. But uh, the whack. It's funny because uh, even Beyond yesterday on the my coach's show came yeah. from Hawaii and uh, the big the Big West. And he said that to Rod. He said I did, the difference he's seen so far in the whack is how physical it is. And they let him play. And they let him play. That's great. And, and that's and that's and again, I love that as long as it's consistent, as long yeah. as it's the same way both both ways. And so we knew that when we first got in the league in the whack. That's the first thing I noticed when we went back to Texas. It was uh, it was a very very rough physical physical game. Well, I remember a couple years ago. I think maybe your your guys' first trip to Texas. Where I'm calling the game remote. I don't know if it was COVID. Anyway, I'm not at the game, uh-huh. but I'm calling the game, and it was like, oh boy, yeah. these guys play physical, physical basketball, right? So it's yeah. uh, the whack is a physical league, and it's fun to watch. Um, let's talk about uh, Stephen F. Austin, coach. Another really good team, two and two in conference right now. By the way, Trailblazer fans, the whack pack is on right now. Yeah. A great deal yeah. being presented to fans for the rest of the season. Every home game for women's and men's basketball, you can go and buy for a hundred bucks. And there's a ton more good conference matchups. You got uh SUU and others games that uh fans can enjoy for just a hundred bucks. So that's a great deal. Yeah, it is. I, I wish we could have done this a little bit earlier too. I think it's it's been great. We've I mean our Utah Valley game, um I thought <clears throat> I thought we had a very good crowd. <laughs> Last game last week against uh, Grand Canyon was pretty good, except we weren't in school yet, and so we lost that a little bit. But you know, yeah, when we have our fans there, it makes a huge difference for our guys. I mean, it's like you know, it's not the Seattle. I know you've been talking about Seattle Seahawks and the twelfth man, but it's kind of yeah. like that, where you know, hey, you get those guys yelling, screaming, it really excites our guys and, and gives them that extra push when they run out of gas or they're tired when the fans are behind them. So hopefully, we can uh, come continue to pack the burns and. And get some more wins in there. Let's talk about some of these guys. Uh, you brought up Beyond, who's been awesome for you. Um, 
and kind of the the leaders on the team who have D1 experience versus some of the other guys who might be JC or high school and how important it is to have these guys like Tanner and obviously Noah and some of these other guys beyond from Hawaii uh, who understand what this uh, the just going through a, a D1 season is like compared yeah. to JC or whatever. No, we, we really uh, take a lot of credit or give those guys a lot of credit who have had that experience with, with Beyond and Noah and Tanner. And even Caleb. Caleb's been there as well <clears throat> on our team last year, but didn't travel all the time with us most of the time. But, um, you know, it, it makes it – we're young. I mean, we got 10 new players. Um, a lot of them are freshmen. A lot of them are JUCOs uh, that came into our program and just don't understand the uh, the travel, don't understand how physical the game is, um, how important – you know, it's it's a job. It's it's uh, it's it's a lot of work. It's uh, Division One. I. I mean, you're weightlifting, you're yeah. exercising, you're, you're working, you know – practicing you're going to study hall you're doing all these it's just a different a different thing for them and to have those guys have that experience and tell them how important it is to to take care of your body and get sleep and get your eight hours and make sure you're eating the right stuff we have a new nutrition person on our campus now it's been very very helpful for us of our guys eating the right foods and and staying healthy and our trainers are doing a good job and our our new uh, athletic uh, training room is unreal with the with the cool the bath the ice tubs and the different things that we're trying to do. It's really helped us a ton to keep our guys on the floor. But again, I, I was hoping, you know, when last year was over, we had a great run and win our first ever whack tournament game that was down awesome. there in Las Vegas it was great. And, and we knew we were probably going to lose some players, but I didn't think I'd lose as many as we did. I'm happy for them because they graduated and they had that extra year with, with COVID, but you know, Frank Stain, we'll see him tomorrow night. Uh, yeah. You know, right. We'll see him back. We'll see Isaiah. You know, Pope goes to Fresno State. Uh, <clears throat> we see um, uh, Trey has transferred to, uh, to to University of Texas San Antonio, and then and then you know Jacob and Cam both graduated their year. Their eligibility was up, uh, but then also even even Denzel had a year left, uh, but decided to go play overseas and and graduate. And so it's hard for me to get mad at them when they graduate. That's their job. That's my job is right. to get them graduate. Right. But uh, with that extra COVID year, it would have been fun to have, you know, those three or four guys back and have a really mature team. And now I'm I'm with this team, which I love, but they're young, they're inexperienced, and we're just we got to learn. We got to learn each other of what they do better and what I do. How they got to learn how to play with me. And it's it's been it's been a tough thing. But one thing I can say is I really appreciate how hard they're working and how hard they're playing and they're competing. We just got to fix a couple of these little teeny uh, mistakes that we're making, but. Uh, uh, last Saturday and even Thursday up in Seattle, I thought we did some things really, really well uh, that we've been struggling with uh, most year. But we still have, sometimes in our games, we have like a six, seven-minute stretch where things just don't click very well, and then we, we're we not making foul shots, and we're not, you know, and it just seems like the it all happens at one time, and that's when teams kind of pull ahead of us and make, make their run. One of the tandems talking about kind of rebuilding the roster this year that's been fun to watch is the Garden City tandem, Big Larry and, Larry uh, David. Yeah. and the, you know, lobbing it up. And I saw, you know, Larry come down with a uh, big one against uh, Grand Canyon. Talk about getting those two guys to, to, to St. George and what they're bringing to the team this year. Yeah, they, they, we saw them at, uh, at Hutch, um, you know, and they played really good together. David's a year older, um, you know, he played. He got out of high school. He went to uh, LMU, and then he then he transferred to Garden City. Larry's only a sophomore for us, so we got him for this year and plus two more. So, 
So we're excited for that. But, yeah, they played really good together. Um, I mean, you throw it up by the rim, and Larry's going to get it. You saw that uh, in that game. And and, he, and Larry has really improved a ton. I mean, yeah. he's so athletic. Um, he's just raw. He just, you know, he wants to play. He plays hard. He just got to know what he can do well and stick with it. And, and But I just love how long he is. Uh, he's athletic. He blocks a lot of shots, causes a lot of problem on the defense. It's kind of like a rim protector. Uh, and he can move. He can really guard guard some guys out in the perimeter. So, you know, we've been switching a lot of stuff, and he's been guarding those guards sometimes, and I think he does a great job. David's been up and down, you know, with some injuries and different things, but, man, it can really, really shoot the ball. He had 24 against Santa Clara, his second game into our program, and then he had a couple injuries that kind of put him behind a little bit, but uh, he's playing really well for us right now. So it's 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 nice to see to have some guys who have played together um, it does help us a little bit in our, in our on our offense. Well, one of the things I heard you say was, you know, when those six seven minute stretches do happen, it's because the ball's sticking, or we're not setting screens, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, I can't remember what the third thing was, but I, I guess foul shots. Oh, foul, foul shots. shots. Yeah, yeah. We go. I mean, our Seattle game, we're right there. Nothing. Uh, not against Larry. You know, he's going hard the basket, but he gets to the foul line and misses four straight foul shots. And so that's like, you know, that's like turning the ball over twice. You know, yeah. it's just not nothing. But I like how he's getting to the foul line. I like how we're get, being aggressive. We just got to we just got to make those and uh that's when teams make their make their runs. Everybody makes runs and even us and and you got to control the runs and how you control it is by getting to the foul line and making your foul shots and getting stops. Yeah. And and we did that but we just did not make the the make the foul shots to get back in the game. So 2 and 2 in conference is a physical conference. There's a lot of parity, right? I mean it seems like you guys are playing you're playing with the best team in the conference and yeah. so that there's there's a lot of optimism there I'm sure for throughout the rest of the conference schedule where heck we can play with anybody, right? Yeah, that's exactly what we said on Saturday. I mean, we had Grand Canyon. I mean, we up, yeah. we were up 16 in the first half playing really, really well, and then they got hot, and we couldn't couldn't make a shot. We kind of had the ball was sticking, like you said. <clears throat> and then we couldn't – We kind of hurt us with their little high ball screens early in the second half. We couldn't uh, <clears throat> couldn't get a stop, and, and Harrison was getting to the foul line and making you know making his foul shots like we talked about. But, uh, you know, there's a team that's 13-1. Everybody's talking about them of, uh, you know, even on the ESPN, what a, what a team they are. It's, they're, they're really good. They had a lot of their guys back. They did get some transfers in as well, and and uh, you know they're favored to win our conference. They are the number one team right now, and and us, you know, playing that first half the way we did, and even starting the second half, I thought we came out and did some good things. So we know we can play with anybody. We just got to play the whole forty minutes, and uh, things can change. And that's where that maturity yeah. comes in of of that of time and possession and and different things, and and we're getting better. Uh, in that situation. And then give us, Coach, just a, a quick preview about another challenging opponent tomorrow, Stephen F. Austin, yeah. but maybe a team you match up a little better with and should be a great only one game this week, which is, uh, I don't know if that's good or bad from your <laughs> point of view, but uh, maybe chance to rest a little bit. That but. is nice to rest, but, um, you know, it's kind of like a football. You know, you play one game, it kinda, it's kind of nice just to focus on them. Sure. And that's what we do anyway. We, you know, our Thursday game is always the the game that we focus on the most um, because it's one game at a time, and you've heard that a lot. And then Friday, you hurry and turn around and and get ready for Saturday. So it's kind of nice to to have this. Uh, Stephen F. Austin's a very good team. Um, you know, last year we played them three times, um, and they you know twice. Excuse me, we played them at our place here, and they killed us. Uh, just could not handle their pressure. They got into us. We didn't have Cam. He was hurt. Uh, I think he got hurt the week before that game, and so we. 
we really struggled with the point guard hand on the ball. Even played Noah a few few uh, few minutes in that game at the point. <clears throat> he did a very good job, but it was just um, it just really liked the pressure. And then we played him in the tournament, and uh, you know I thought we we did some things and executed. <clears throat> Sorry, they really uh, they really press a lot and they get after you. I wouldn't say press; they just get into mm-hmm. really physical, and uh, you have to be tough with the ball. Um, you got to come meet every pass, and and by doing so, if you do that. Um, they they fly around so much that you're going to find open guys and making those extra passes. And if we if we make those extra passes, uh, we're going to get shots that we want, and and we got to be shot ready and and knock them down. But they're solid. They've got on a roll. They're three and one in the league right now. They they uh, they won their last two um, uh, coming into this game in, in conference play. So they're they're playing better and better. Frank again, like I said, he was coming off the bench early in the year, and now he's starting for them. Um, giving him some good some good minutes and and we got to be ready we got to be ready for him and and everybody's got to step up and and do what we need to do but we're excited for the challenge cannot wait pack the burns tomorrow uh seven o'clock Stephen f austin uh go get your whack pack a hundred bucks for the rest of your women's and men's games go to uh, utahtechtrailblazers.com or you can go to the ticket office and just ask for the whack pack hundred bucks for 16 games men's and women's for the rest of the year at the burns arena We'll be there, uh, Juddy. Uh, good luck, and it's been a fun season so far. And uh, when tomorrow puts us at three and two in in whack play, uh, with Grand Canyon leading the whack at at four and zero, oh, but still, you know, climbing up uh, a lot of potential for the rest of the season. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. So great to on. see you. Yeah, good to see you, Andy. Thank you. Quick break. Back with more right after this.